Okay. Welcome, everybody. Today is Friday, uh, Friday, November 12th, uh, and this is the Breakout Show. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, We have some responses to the explosion opening sound here. Uh, I'm one of the hosts, Nick G. We also have, of course, Michael Lamar. Mike, or not Michael Lamar, Aaron Lamar. Did I do that? Aaron Lamar. One, one, uh, of, one of the, one of the one Lamars. Of the, one of these. Here we go, Aaron. <laughs> oh, it's me. So, we actually don't have my last go. name on there. I actually don't have your last name. So for those of you, you who know. didn't know, yeah, they're related. Yep. Mike is my brother. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's funny, uh, actually. You know, and so Micah, the, the, <laughs> the, is the uh, baby brother, actually. No, it's the other way around. But, um, there you go. Woke up Bob. Woke up Bob there on the site. Better than coffee, Bob. Yep. That's why we're here, Bob. Yeah. A little pick yeah. me up. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, for those who don't know, Breakout Show is uh, it's our op-ed show. It's it's not super serious. Uh, that's why we're breaking out, breaking out from all the, the uh, serious um, shows and live streams that we have mm. at Wall Street I.O. Uh, we just call it the water cooler show. Um, so, you know, a couple themes here. If uh, if we do talk about trading, because, hey, these are water cooling, water cooler trading ideas. Um, just keep that in mind. <laughs> these are not meant to be uh, very serious um, trading ideas like uh, some of the crypto yeah, stuff, right? It's, it's Friday, right? Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> like me, uh, I'm, I've decided to go all in. Uh, so I'm gonna start watching all the crypto stuff that I can think of. Yeah. And any fad that that comes up, I'm just gonna throw a thousand bucks at it, and the, you know, I'll be the Squid Game one. Be a hundred thousand uh, dollar return on it in one S- year. Squid Game scam coin. Squid Game, yeah. Squid Squid Coin. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else? Like. That's something uh, I'm going to put this into the community. So I'm, I'm trying to think of what's a good scam coin. What would be a really good, what would you name it? So I, <laughs> I've thought of this. I've thought of uh, Elon coin. So um, I think if there was an Elon coin and, you know, I had say 400 trillion of those coins and I gave, I gave like 10 billion to Elon Musk for free. So that's already copying uh, one, one model that I can think of, which is the Shiba Inu coin, mm-hmm. then I think I think I could a get few. a bunch of apes to uh, to jump on board. There are a few few that did that. Yeah. I think that was just one of the more. I think that was the biggest pump they ever got uh, from doing something like that by giving some some person who uh, some famous person a ton of their coin. But it's happened a few times. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some funny name. I mean, you know, uh, pyramid schemes are illegal, but ICOs totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna have to be careful with trademarks or things like that. Like the the mouse coin might be a good one. The mouse coin. Oh I yeah, know, yeah. I know people in that community refer to um, Disney mm. by um, by the mouse. Yeah. Um, I mean, there could be all sorts like, of memes. Grumpy yeah. cat. Grumpy cat meme. Grumpy cat uh, would actually be a good one. Coin, Although or... grumpy cat passed, so you got you have oh. to. Well, that even better, yeah. Right, uh, as an artist, as soon as as soon as they they pass away, then pff, yeah, the yeah. value of their coin, Grumpy Cat's uh, NFTs are going goes up. to the moon. Yeah, Moon Coin. <laughs> moon Coin's not moon bad. Coin. Moon Coin's yeah. actually a good idea. Yeah, moon I boots. Think, I think that would moon be Moon boots. Yeah, Moon boy. Moon Moon rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's um, people out there brainstorm all the time. It's pretty nutty. Um, but you also have to have some money to put into it to have some value. Yeah. It can't, it can't just yeah. be nothing, right? You know, uh, 
outside of the coins, uh, we were we were talking about a conspiracy theory of sorts um, just before this. Uh, it has to do with Britney Spears uh, and her <laughs> conservatorship, conservatorship, um, and uh, uh, you know, interesting correlation to this. So, yeah, I said we're not going to do stocks. I lied. We're going to actually look at a stock chart here. I'm going to I'm going to load up Spy, and uh, you can check this out yourself. Um, I mean. It, it it explains a lot of things. Explains a lot of things. So uh, over this past past year uh, with spy, you can you can almost uh, you can almost uh, pinpoint with very good accuracy when Britney Spears was having trouble with her <laughs> getting out of her conservatorship. There was a large drop, and I kid you not, the <laughs> you know finally sometime around uh, September. It, all hope well, seemed like it was lost. You know, I, I yeah. just to add here, wasn't it about this time period here? Where well, that's she when actually, the good news. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. When when actually she won? She won. Yeah, and the market just yeah. goes flying. So so bad news, and then here we go. <laughs> appeal. Right. Oh, wait, wait. Let me, let me get this. Bad news. Appeal. Okay. <laughs> bad news. Oh, hey, good news. We're appealing it. Right, boom, we're, we're appealing it. Okay, but hey, we're we're gonna appeal it, right? And then boom, this was the the big one. She was she's free. She's free from her conservatorship, <laughs> right here. Britney Spears free. Yeah. And and really, uh, what what this chart shows and or shows and and why you know why we're we're moving up and up and up and up here is uh, it's done. She's out of her conservatorship, right? So. Um, Based on that alone, I can't even use this line tool. I just have to use this ray tool, and there we go. That's that's the forecast. Now that Britney Spears, you know, is free, I think I think this is a pretty good model. It's a pretty nice line for there. Uh, yeah yeah. I think so. Um, so, what are your uh, thoughts, comments? <laughs> I want to hear from you in the community. <laughs> yeah, it's a little a little far fetched, but uh, I like where you're headed with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, and uh, it, you know, as long as we don't have any other uh, famous, um, you know, pop pop stars uh, mm. entering a conservatorship, I think I think we're good. I think she's the youngest one. Yeah, she's the youngest one ever. The youngest uh, one from the nineties. <laughs> oh, well, no, just person to ever be oh. entered into something like that. But I I think it. You know, there's a different conversation to be had about the amount of information that me and you both know about this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, see, Mr. G (laughs) saying it should be curved. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get parabolic. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll (laughs) as she exits more and more of her conservatorship, (laughs) then that's that's what's going to happen. You know, other stuff happening here in the world of trading. Uh, It's kind of kind of quiet. So, so the only thing I've heard over this last week, uh, personally, has been uh, the infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. Past some yep. part of the house, yep. um, you know. I don't even know. I, I and and I guess the Fed, the Fed came up. So those are actually like always big, big things with uh, in the trading community. Everyone yeah. loves the hate. A lot the of Fed. steam probably came popping out. Yeah, on those calm down a little bit. Uh, I've been seeing at least on the stuff that I follow a lot of IV actually kind mm-hmm. of deflating, um, which is uh, really interesting. Um, although shop today we were looking at. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought it was Let's funny shop. when I looked because I saw it early and I was like, oh, it's up 
Oh yeah. And then I looked again. I was like, oh, it's up ten percent. And then just for fun, on toss on my phone, it has a little news button on there, and I clicked it, and it was like, shops up a lot. Nobody knows, like, no news to correlate that. Yeah. (laughs) It was like they they weren't sure why. Uh, It's just up a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought it was funny because we always talk about how people grasp to. It's like, oh, it's up so much. Why? Right. You have to kind of understand like what came out. What did they say? What happened? And maybe there is something out there. But at least when I read that this morning, when I was looking at it, they were everybody's stumped. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That goes that goes uh, back to the whole like news does news. um, You know, does news make the market move? Does news really make stocks move? you know, my, my whole theory on it is if, you know, take any given sh- uh, stock, like shop, for instance, throw on some sort of uh, some sort of indicator on there, like uh, not Ichimoku, but like a Bollinger. Right. Um, and and yeah, I think that news news essentially um, most of the time, I think, can can like get a price, get some stock price to the edge of one of the Bollinger bands. Mm. And that's it. You know, uh, I don't think I don't think that news actually does does this you know for the most part i don't i don't really think that that the actual breakouts and migrations to huge prices actually correlate to to any kind of real good news um for for most companies because i you know what you'd have to show me is that these periods where stocks are like moving moving way up that the news that happens here when they're just going like sideways um you'd have to show me that it's it's significantly different Right. And I can tell you from experience that while a stock is just traveling sideways, you get endless amounts of good news uh, the entire time and an equal mixture of bad news. And when it's moving up like this, same thing. You have good news and bad news, the same measure. So, uh, yeah, to me. Yeah, it goes through some sort of repricing compression phases regardless of. Yeah. I think sometimes, though, if you do look at at least what they're saying, there might be something underneath the news, like what mm. is it they're actually saying? But then, you know, do they have a narrative? Are they put, do posturing, positioning? Um, but sometimes there is at least something underneath it uh, that could have some warrant to the the stock having a better value um, or not having a better value. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely seems, I don't know about you, but these last earnings calls have really pushed uh, stocks into their value. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I was looking at a lot of them. A uh, lot of marketing type companies, terrible earnings, yeah. stocks getting repriced, coming down. Um, Square looks like it, it I because I follow Square a lot. Not so great earnings. A lot of competition coming into the market for some of their products. Uh, stocks not doing so hot. Um, yeah, Square, PayPal. PayPal, PayPal's same a dog thing right now. Yep, PayPal, lot yeah, of. It's, it's not just like PayPal either. It's like no, uh, even so, Mastercard. Well, I mean, yeah, you look at the t- very vanilla. Mastercard's not as bad. Right? No, it's not but doing it's, so bad. Uh, but it's still like off of its highs. Yeah, it's not not coming back. And you can compare that to like another financial, like you know, Goldman Sachs doing just fine. Yeah, just hanging out up there. Yeah, a lot of the I think growth stocks that have been seeing tremendous growth there have been uh this last earnings call or these these if there's more to continue it just from what i've seen in the stocks that i follow have been really pushing them into um into the uh, the value price or whatever that might be right it's always fluctuating but yeah um i thought it was really interesting actually um one the one i don't know if you looked at peloton recently 
yeah. I did an earnings play because I was like, you know what? Peloton's not a $170 stock. Like, no. <laughs> this stock sucks. <laughs> no, were you short on it? Uh, I bought some puts before earnings. Just a small little thing. But I don't know if you've ever pulled it up. Uh, uh, yeah, we, it we cratered. Could see. Uh, <laughs> so it seems like boom. Yeah, Piton is one I never really understood. Anyway, it's it's a stock that I wouldn't I wouldn't go in and short. But um, yeah, it, the the just the whole business model to me has a cap on it. Um, yeah. yeah, there's just more more competition. People are going back to gyms. You know, I I don't know. It just it to me it, it wasn't a technology company. It yeah. wasn't anything other than a bicycle and a store. Um, hey, you know, also a but, <laughs> uh, uh, also an eight thousand dollar treadmill. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, treadmill. Maybe the not bicycle. Eight thousand dollar treadmill. No, it's both. Oh yeah, that's right. They okay, diversified okay. into yeah. treadmills. They they don't have an elliptical yet. Uh, uh, but that's that's coming. <laughs> I assure you, an elliptical and a rower, and yeah. uh, I don't know that's what all else. You need. You know, uh, somebody in the community the other day said um, they sell extremely expensive clothes hangers. Oh wow. <laughs> well. No, just the, the joke—the joke that the uh, home home gym equipment becomes like a place where you just like toss your coats. Yeah, okay. And your, your I see. Uh, I get it. Okay, like yeah, that. yeah. They, um, yeah, those things. You uh, you always see them on the street corner, the treadmills, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, um, how much longer until we see like piton um, equipment just like on the on the curb? I, those the ones are pretty advanced. Still works. <laughs> those ones are pretty advanced. Yeah, but but yeah. Anyway, my my main point was that it, to, at least a lot that I'm following, you guys might have a different opinion or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the, these last earning calls have really moved the stocks in into a direction, right? Yeah. And and repricing them, um, or um, you know maybe that happens kind of regularly on a seasonality sense for this getting ready for this last quarter. I'm not sure. I haven't really kind of looked into that that much, but. Um, some really, really big plays, um, mm-hmm. which have been kind of cool. Yeah, Piton was a disaster. Um, hundred bucks down to what forty, fifty. It's pretty losing fifty percent over just a few days. Yeah, uh, it's pretty massive. Um, yeah, Piton uh, definitely took a dive off the cliff. So doesn't look uh, doesn't look good for Piton. No, um, at all. Uh, it's. Uh, oh wow it's it's pretty close to there so so i was just looking at this chart and i always play a game in my mind of like oh where where was the the last like you know uh you know there's some some lower degree fourth wave if you're if you're into elliot but really all you need to look for is is this just find two two consolidations of price mm, yeah and uh find where where they almost just stack on top of each other lower yeah. Yep. So really, the line in the sand for Piton is uh, around this thirty-eight seventy-five area, and if it breaks that, then that that doesn't necessarily mean it goes to zero, uh, but it does open the door for um, a very long time of just hanging out yeah. down here in this lower distribution. Yeah, before uh, they uh, before yeah one day do something one day somebody will say like oh look a reverse head and shoulders which is just a way of saying a rounded bottom mm-hmm. and you know it'll it'll finally start climbing again but um, yeah and then they're going to release their yeah um space walking treadmill yeah system where it's anti-gravity <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> you don't touch the treadmill at all you just float on it yeah, uh, yeah. and then boom there you go a thousand dollar stock Piton. actually you can you know, thank me later piton for that for uh, for another conspiracy, I actually have uh, maybe I've explained this before, but I, I have a much more cynical view 
of just the entire stock market. <laughs> and lately and or in anti- general? No, just just uh from my <laughs> this from my limited experience. I do believe that historically at one point, you know, this this harkens back to like uh nostalgia. So I don't know if this was ever really true, but mm. I think at some point there was some sort of like correlation to uh, fundamentals and value and stocks. Sure. Yeah. But I think over time it, it's essentially turned into uh, uh, another area to, I mean, this is in the most cynical way, a way to, to, to shift tax dollars into like stocks and over into bank accounts. Right. Sure. Yeah. So in, in some way or the other. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so a lot of the times that, you know, these, these values of companies, uh, you know, they talk about, people talk about PE ratios mm-hmm. and you go back in time, the further back in time you get the, the lower, the PE ratio goes, right. Where yeah. somebody was like, Oh, you know what a fair PE ratio is? Uh, you, you can break up in an old technical analysis, uh, fundamentals macro yeah. book. And it'll say something from like the sixties and fifties, it'll say something like 12 times PE. And, and, you know, if you see 20 times, that's really high. And yeah. then you go to the like 60s and 70s. That number keeps on climbing up. Yeah. And nowadays, I, have, I don't even know what it is now. But nowadays, I think uh, the entire market's probably hovering around. Um, maybe you can I'm look curious. this up or Google it. Sure. Uh, what the, what the um, average P.E. ratio is or what is, what is a good P.E. ratio today. And um, I want to say that the, like a, a decent P.E. ratio is like 28. <laughs> or something like that and that's considered a good value where you know go way back in time go back to the year 2000 and there would be people you know out in the streets rioting over like these stocks are too overpriced too overvalued at at uh you know 28 times that's insane that's ridiculous right um pe ratio but now yeah it's just way way up uh so here we go Average is 26%. Um, I think for a lot of the biggest stocks out there, and I don't know if we have it. Uh, do we have that in our, our extra information? Like when we bring up the company, company data? What specifically? Sorry. Um, sorry, you know, where we have like market recap or market cap and uh, uh, all that stuff. Does it give PE ratio? No. We um, have it, but I don't yeah, think it's I, on I, there. I can... Um... I'm probably going to be adding that yeah, once we yeah. do like a a little more financial site data yeah. to stocks. Yeah. Um, so, but so we do have it. You're right. We do have it. We do have it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you look at a lot of these like bigger bigger companies. Their their PE ratios are uh, are pretty high, <laughs> just to say the to say the least. And these are like you know the the big yeah. twelve stocks that make up like half the value of the S and P five hundred or something like that, and like twelve stocks or some. Some crazy, uh, some crazy statistic uh, that I that I heard recently uh, was that you know just a handful of the biggest companies make up like over half the entire value of the S and P five hundred. Someone out in the community is very smart, and they probably know this. So if you do know that uh, piece of data, just chime in, um, you know, because I'm just gonna stumble around with it. Uh, Tesla has a PE ratio of three hundred and thirty three. You know, just, you know, just three hundred and thirty three. That doesn't shock me, right? So and it's so not as high as it's been before. A lot of people like would look at that and they'd be like, "That's insane." But you know, there are other companies that in the past have had that as well uh, that I remember. Um, Netflix had uh, this is going way back. Uh, Netflix did have at one time an insanely high PE ratio. It's still high. It's still like uh, like 150 or something like that, right? Nope, so 61s. But it grew into it. Um, 
Same thing with Amazon. Amazon had an insanely high uh, PE ratio. And I remember people talking about that when Amazon was priced uh, around $300. They were like, Amazon's PE ratio is out of control. They grew into it. Um, you know, a lot of this, though, I think has to do with uh, uh, the, you know, Aww. several, several, uh, um, you know, kind of, I guess, conspiracy theories all thrown together. It may not be conspiracy theories. It might just be a way to uh to to look at the markets but i view the markets as more and more detached from fundamentals and and news and anything logical and more and more as just a a, a giant bank <laughs> essentially of just like hey we just need to put our money somewhere and we just need to recapitalize and more and more it's become dependent on a growing be uh, fed balance sheet um so there are charts out there where uh in the wild where if you look at um uh, the Fed balance sheet charted against the S&P 500 or or the NASDAQ or something like that. NASDAQ is not as bad, but S&P 500 is just like horrible. It'll show you that the the broad market really hasn't come back uh, from the 2008 crash. It's like halfway back, maybe. Mm. Um, if you back out all of the money that's just free money, <laughs> that, that was all, that's the growing Fed balance sheet. Um, that's, that's primarily uh, those funds exist and are multiplied in the financial sector right um so that being said i can sit here all day and just be like oh it's a giant shenanigans right um but i don't really care because i just want to trade it <laughs> you know um i just get tired of the uh, you know of the the ideas floating around uh where where people are trying to do um um apply some sort of story behind it some sort sure. of narrative to say like, like well no no it totally makes sense yeah well you know? I feel like people want it to make sense, yeah. right? Because yeah. it, it it has to make sense or you go crazy. I mean, that's the whole kind of like classic, um, you know, the guy writing on the wall everywhere. Yeah. You know, like he's, in my mind, that person is just trying to make sense of everything and none of it makes sense. And when yeah. you see it from an outside perspective, it looks like nonsense, crazy gibberish. But uh, it's just trying to make sense of the world. <laughs> yeah, there's some truth. I mean, you know, some people say stock prices and market prices are, are psychology. Mm. And it is true that the human mind is not comfortable uh, without context. Yeah. They just are not comfortable with a gray area uh, or with loosely correlated things. They, they, you know, the mind wants to say, well, this is B is from A. Mm -hmm. It's all it all makes sense. Everything makes, you know everything has a reason and it's like um i don't know i've i've never uh as soon as i start to try to correlate things i actually become a horrible trader uh you know people people for years told me like oh watch watch um in the future so i for those who don't know i day trade uh in q but anytime i've loaded up nq and had es which is the s p 500 mm -hmm. open at the same time or the dow or anything right um and i try to correlate the two then I start doing horribly in both. I cut my trades too short. I start buying bottoms when there are none, mm. you know, and then as soon as I just get one or the other off my screen and I'm just focused on the one, uh, my performance increases exponentially. I'm <laughs> suddenly I'm, I'm calling bottoms correctly and I'm timing things and I'm yeah. rotating in and out properly. And uh, yeah, so correlation in my in Yeah, my that makes a lot of sense. I've, I've done similar things with um, trying to correlate movements in SPY and Square. Yeah. So sometimes it will move, but there are often times where uh, they disconnect, and then mm -hmm. you're 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 left thinking, 
uh, how could I have figured that one out? You know, like right. how could I have known that that was the time that it wasn't going to correlate? Uh, and so, yeah, you're left just kind of wondering again, yeah. <laughs> trying to find more correlations to justify them not correlating. <laughs> and uh, it can get, that's an endless cycle. You end up becoming the guy writing all the things on the wall, <laughs> trying to figure all that out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> you know, the other thing I've, I've noticed, because uh, I just have this position lying around in, uh, in Didi. <laughs> Uh, this Didi's is long been term. A, yeah, Didi's been an interesting stock lately. Didi, um, Didi is a stock that lots I've, of volume. I've taken a three to five year view on, right? And uh, and yeah, it, I have this thing. If Didi breaks over that last recent high, right? That uh, I mean, you can see it. It's coming up towards towards this last recent high, uh, bef you know, before that. Um, uh, sorry, this one. Yeah, that yeah. one right there. So where I'm looking at the thing, it is nine eighty nine dollars eighty five cents. If it can break that, then you go all the way back to the IPO, and it dropped, but it consolidated. There was a bounce area, uh, right before it. Yeah, right there. And if you draw like a rectangle there and extend it all the way across, I mean that's that's the natural place to to test to next. So. To me, start floating up in there. To float up in there, and if it if it starts to gain traction, then uh, you know a nine dollar stock is now at thirteen, and I'm I'm taking the long view on uh, on Didi um, as far as like going all the way out. You know, three three or five years from now, in my head, there's no question that Didi is just pushing pushing towards a hundred dollar price just for psychology. Just no you know no actual. <laughs> no actual reason, like I said, uh, just this reason that you know seeing DD at twenty or thirty bucks just feels that people get used to it. It'll just go up and up and up. Um, DD is is a ride hailing and uh, food delivery and all that stuff. It's like the Uber of China, and when you look at it, I mean, heck, China is uh, is like one point three trillion people um, and shrinking. So. <laughs> be 1.2 trillion people pretty soon um but still i mean that's that's a lot bigger than the u.s uh and it's still um a place where cars are out of the reach of most of the population in spite of uh, how many car sales you see so yeah i see i see a lot of uh growth potential i think uh what's what's the market cap on dd currently the market cap is 43.22 uh, if i were doing a fundamental uh, if I were thinking about this fundamentally, then I might look up Uber and check out its market cap. And then because uh, because China's four times the size of the U.S., even better, most of that population. So so Uber is 83. Uber's at least twice. So that's one double. And then I would say that as far as addressable market goes, the U.S. has some some decent cities, but we don't have cities like China. China, I mean, most of the people in China are in these like huge 20 million uh 20 million to 30 million people cities um and and so that's that's where these types of services flourish whereas in the u.s i would argue that yeah we have some pretty big cities but even new york is like what 9 million 10 million or something like that um it, it doesn't even hold a candle to the size of of some of these uh, huge chinese cities so so for Didi, i would argue that even if it's not just population where it's four four x the times of population in the u.s i would argue that there's probably three times or two times as much of that is uh, in the urban areas where this really flourishes. So to me, 
uh, what do we got? We got two times, two times, and I would say uh, four times, 16X. So 16, whatever it's, it's from here. DD in my head has like a, a top end potential around like that 150. Hmm. So that's my, that's my, that's my five year view. I will say that, that, uh, um, you know, where fundamentals kind of enter the picture in my head is over a multi-year, I mean, it, what's your 10 year outlook? Right, because if I go back, it all makes sense to me. Where, you know, Apple's what's Apple's Apple's like ten year outlook or something mm. like that. I still remember when Apple uh, was was like a you know three hundred billion dollar company or two hundred billion dollar company, um, and here it is at it's pushing two point five pretty soon. It's at two point four now. Um, you know, one of the in in uh, you know just as like a little side note, something else that that uh, I remember somebody bringing up recently was shop shops at sixteen hundred. Amazon's at 30 something, 100, 3200. And somebody out there wrote an article about how like the best thing you can do is never split your stock price, which I think is idiotic. Uh, and I would just point at Apple, right? Because Apple over the last 20 yeah. years, it bottomed out in 2001. Just think about that. Apple over the last 20 years is up like 25,000%. Yeah, I think it's a 25,000. Yeah. I can't remember last time we looked, <laughs> but yeah, if you didn't split, it was 25,000 something stock. Yeah. Uh, I think Tesla was, it's now, if it didn't split, it split seven to one, I believe it'd be a $7,000 stock. It split a few times. <laughs> Did it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it only split um, one set, seven to one, but. Maybe. Uh, no, no, it, it split and Tw then. Maybe um, it split twice, right? Okay. Yeah. I think it split twice. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm probably wrong on that. But Tesla, um, Tesla, it's, it's bottom and we can load that up on a chart here. It's bottom uh, is still uh, around. Oof. 50, I think if you go back, um, it's recent bottom, bottom. Yeah, there we go. Pre pre COVID dip <laughs> is somewhere around the, the yeah. area of like 40, yeah, 45 or something like that. So it's actually easy to figure out. It's, it's multiple recently is that, um, you know, 45 it's cause, cause whenever you split, it goes back and it recursively, uh, lowers the price of the chart. It adjusts so, it, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we can actually keep on going back. The entire time series of Tesla is in the website because Tesla wasn't a public company until like 20... What, 2011? 2012? 2010? Yeah, that's about right. So now the adjusted price on Tesla is uh, is around four. <laughs> and so Tesla also is... Uh, let's see... Or the multiple would be 250. So yeah, there's also 25,000% um, increase in a much shorter time <laughs> over there. And uh, yeah, just going parabolic. I don't know what the bottom is on Tesla, but or what the top is on Tesla, but... Depends who you ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a stock like Tesla, I could imagine like... Um, if there was truly like a space economy <laughs> that that musk would potentially be one of the first pioneers in there you think he'll just put some rockets on his cars and then you start flying in space yeah i mean uh something like that right <laughs> well the, the the justification i've heard about the space economy is raw raw materials sure, yeah you know yeah. and um if you are looking if you're valuing things uh along the lines of like how much how much a resource is worth for the entire planet of earth and then you you go just out into our solar yeah, system it's magnitudes times larger. magnitudes yeah. yeah magnitudes uh more 
than uh, than what exists here on Earth. So then, you know, in theory anyway, um, <laughs> you could start talking about things in terms of like, oh, well, Tesla just opened up a market that's a million times more. So, oh, Tesla is the first uh, zillion. <laughs> I don't even know what uh, what as far as like dollar uh, yeah, measures I can't are. Remember, yeah, it was like it's a billion, 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 billion. Yeah. <laughs> you know it starts to get a little silly that's a lot of billions it's a lot of it's a lot of time and energy and money to do a lot yeah. of that stuff too so i think the the first it, it may end up being something along the lines like the first people who pioneer a lot of that stuff kind of pave the road but then don't actually profit because mm -hmm. there's too much paving and then once the road is paved someone else comes in with a slight innovation and then just takes everything yeah i kind of feel like that's happened facebook did that Lots of companies do that, essentially. Yeah. Somebody paves the road for the beginning of something brand new, makes it possible, makes it public and widely adapted. They f crumble and fall because their infrastructure to get there is so usually not built correctly. Somebody comes in with an innovation, takes it all over. Um, so yeah, it might, it might be a very difficult one to do something, some business like that where you're going out farming asteroids or... Yeah, you know, or things like that, or planets. Who knows? And then coming back, it seems, uh, seems interesting. Unless yeah. something can change. You know what I saw recently was really cool. Was a graph that showed the speed of light traveling mm -hmm. uh, in different distances, like the moon, and it was like bing, bong, bing, bong to the moon, Mars. I think it was like three minutes or something, and then it went even further and further. Um, and it was an interesting demonstration. I mean, we're nowhere near. Uh, anything quite like that in terms of technology or speed or anything, whether we, we do or don't, but uh, ever. Um, but even then, even if you are doing that, it's still going to take a really long time to get anywhere uh, and yeah. do anything. Um, yeah, warp speed. Well, what is warp speed, right? Like, what did it, I'm sure they define it here, but. Um, yeah, there's this. So, so I'm a nerd <laughs> and, uh, and they show this, uh, there's this, this really really Here, nerdy share the screen extremely nerdy uh you know thing on on youtube i saw like years ago and it was comparing the speed of different starships yeah we're, uh, and this is star warp trek, speed star trek universe right <laughs> and uh from earth yeah you know going all the way out um you know out there and it's measuring in time how far how far things would go and there's i think at the very top is light speed yeah it's really slow and light speed after 30 seconds you can see is still like it's still within yeah still within the the it hasn't even reached um you know what is this uh, jupiter. jupiter yeah it hasn't even gotten close to like jupiter no it'll take a while <laughs> you know and, uh, relatively of course yeah yeah um, uh, so it takes extremely, 17 hours yeah extremely yeah extremely long long time uh which isn't i mean in the grand scheme of things that's still something that's unachievable. Uh, and so you got to slow down even more. Uh, obviously, the just things are take so much time to do. So yeah, it will be really interesting. Light. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zoomed yeah. way in. Uh, anyway. Yeah, well, it, and to kind of, I guess, mention my point is that it, it is an, I guess you could, somebody might call it an emerging market, but nobody's really done anything quite like that yet. But mm. um, even if they do... Uh, the amount of challenges, the amount of um, time, mm -hmm. um, we'd have to start looking at things very differently yeah. uh, the, to make it even worth it or profitable. And then it just depends 
you know, I, I don't know if you ever played those video games, but there are some games that technically do this. Yeah. You have a mission, you got to go somewhere, you got to farm some equipment, <laughs> you got to come back. And then sometimes you go out there and you get nothing. Yeah. And then you've just wasted billions or trillions of dollars, who knows how much, and attempting to do that. And then, so yeah, it'll be a very interesting um, future. But I love the idea of going more and more and more outward into these things. Um, it's just a cool expanse for yeah. people like me and you who kind of grew up on Star Trek and Star Wars. I'm going to run with this. I'm going to run into the, uh, this is the last last topic of the day. Yep. Right. Uh the metaverse metaverse the metaverse because you talked earlier about how uh companies there there are companies who who kind of use up all their resources to to make some progress and some kind of in sure. a, innovation yeah. and then some other company just comes in and stands on the shoulder and just yeah, obliterates the tweak. founders those those are early pioneers uh in the space um so i think there's a little bit of, of uh, you know, like delicious irony yeah. here, right? Where Facebook? where Facebook, <laughs> of course, you know, um, for those uh, for those who were who were uh, young enough at the time, um, you know, in the young, I'm using young in a very relative sense. <laughs> there used to be something called Friendster. Mm. Uh, there used to be something called uh, Blogger. Yep, and, I remember and Blogger. Uh, Blogger was big. Didn't they get bought by Google too? They had to be Yahoo. Everything that touched Yahoo died. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was some unless, big company I thought yeah, bought that one. Outside of Japan, anyway. Somehow Yahoo's big in Japan. But um, yeah, you <laughs> go, you, there's a progress of like GeoCities yeah. to Blogger to LiveJournal to Friendster. Like this is the history of yep. social media um, where it's not really monetized. No one's in, maybe Blogger, maybe there was like some outlier that was monetized. And by monetized, I mean, Somebody was making like a couple thousand a month or something like that, and then you get over into uh, Friendster, which was like really the first mm. somewhat, you know, um, uh, widely known social network. Yeah. Again, no one, no one. This is pre-influencers, pre-Instagram, pre-Twitter. Well, Twitter maybe. No, I think it was actually pre-Twitter. Yeah, it wasn't big yet. Friendster was named Friendster because of Napster. Yeah. Uh, There's also Second Second Life. Second Life, a video game, Which goes it, way back as a metaverse It was a video thing. game, yeah, but it was trying to create this social environment yeah. of a, a even kind of probably what they're trying to do of these worlds where people come hang out and do things. That was one of the first ones. Um, it was pretty popular. And then MySpace, and of course MySpace was the uh, the the shoulder, the body that was stepped on mm-hmm. <laughs> by Facebook yeah, Tom. to claim the top. Yeah, Tom Tom got crushed under the boot <laughs> of Zuck, <laughs> Zuckerberg. Um, so I don't know. It, it, I think I think actually historically the hardest thing to be would be the uh, the first mover who survived. Sure. Right. And so now. Facebook is kind of positioning itself as the first mover on, uh, you know, into, well, they already into have, like a metaverse. Yeah, and they, I mean, they already, I wouldn't even consider them, it'd be, it it could still fail, sure, but I mean, even if it does, it's not like it's the end of the world, right? in my, in my opinion. Um, they have infrastructure, they have teams of people, they have money, they have power, they have clout. I mean, they have everything that would they would need to be successful already. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends if, people will use it or adapt it or they're just going to shove it into people's faces. Right. Um, I'm not sure which one yet. I haven't really actually looked too much into 
their ideology or whatever because personally i really don't care yeah it's i've never been big into those things anyway and so uh it really won't change like 10 years from now i probably won't change my life (laughs) i probably won't use anything that they're gonna do uh no way in hell am i gonna sit in a virtual environment (laughs) and type on a keyboard and like look over at somebody i just won't do that (laughs) Uh, or whatever he has envisioned for this workplace world of the metaverse uh, I imagine it's a lot of virtual reality. Yeah, it'd be hilarious if uh, if you you get to the metaverse. In theory, uh, the cost of just having you in the metaverse is no different from anyone else, yeah. right? So, in theory, everyone could have exactly the same experience, everything in the metaverse. And yet, uh, I think in my hilarious view, you plug in and then you go to a virtual desk and you go to a virtual computer and you start working and it's like, wait a second, this is exactly the same as just being out in real life. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> at least the emphasis that I heard was uh, work, right? Yeah. yeah. There might be, there's so many more use cases, right? I mean, if you look at, if you look at Second Life, which has already done this uh, and they have virtual reality and then there's VR chat, which is actually the better second life which has already done all of this um and that's what people do all day long is they hop on and most people use it to meet learn languages and you know talk to people around the world and you meet all these cool people um and get weird but uh nobody sits down in one of those situations sits in some something and just immerses themselves 24 hours or however amount of time in some sort of virtual world to do a real world task yeah um what's the point well, I mean, yeah, again, and I never I never heard what his visions or ideas were because, quite frankly, yeah. I really don't care. I really don't care what he has to say about what the world yeah. has to do or, or whatnot. I don't think he... Um, and the metaverse uh, really is an old, think it's an old idea, right? Um, um, second life. He said second life. Yeah. Second life was viewed as like the very first, like, yeah. oh, wow, this is somebody living an entirely separate life virtually, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, they actually live whole world. People had girlfriends, people had jobs in their yeah. second life. So they did live out that stuff and they actually did those things, but it was 100% fake. Yeah. And it was known that it was fake. It was going to be fake. Nobody really got paid as it far still as exists, I know. As far as I, yeah. like the game still exists. Yeah, so. people still do it. And yeah. But VR chat is the one that's more friendlier because it has more virtual reality. You got controllers. Mm-hmm. Even you have full body suits and you can rig your um, your uh, avatar to have the right uh, when you do animations and things like yeah. that. It's called rigging, oh, so I that see. as you move, every portion of your body is moving the avatar in the real world. So you quite literally <laughs> have full control over you know everything you're doing. Yeah, you no thanks. Dance, <laughs> and so there are funny things yeah. on YouTube where people are like break dancing, you know, and everyone's like whoa, and then like it has an, a second camera at the person who's really doing it. <laughs> um, they're kind of fun but yeah Yeah. i again i don't really know i again i i hate to say that stuff because this is a little silly but i really don't care what zuckerberg wants to do with with all that stuff because it it's not going to affect me whatsoever um i don't think it'll work period we just don't have the technology yeah is is what i would say well until Uh, augmented reality yeah augmented reality still has not gotten anywhere it's it's you you, like hard problem to solve it's added to the list uh along with like jetpacks flying cars (laughs) i mean the laundry list of like oh this will totally be uh ai self-driving cars i'd throw on there 
and then you know augmented reality virtual reality you you, you can if you want buy an oculus rift from facebook and play some some games but there's just this this novelty to it where it's like oh okay that, that was fun to play with and you know, two hours later, you'll never touch it again for your entire life because you're yeah. just like, eh, I tried it once, meh, wasn't wasn't like yeah, until the most amazing thing. It's convenient, it's simple, and it's widely adapted. I mean, mm-hmm. again, look at Google Glass. Mm-hmm. They did it. They did it really yeah. well. It didn't work in every aspect, but I mean, it was glasses. It had augmented things. You could record stuff, and then boom, uh, everybody hated it, um, and then uh they people were getting kicked out of movie theaters for wearing them because they were they were recording the movie mm-hmm. um it's people weren't, weren't ready for it yeah uh, and yeah and so it'll be really interesting to see um this idea so I, in my opinion i think what's just going to happen is uh if you look at oculus facebook bought that company and they haven't done anything with it uh and in oculus is a great idea um it's not a massive, massive company. This may just be some attempt to then shove it down people's throats to see like, hey guys, we have this thing. You just haven't really realized how cool it is yet. Yeah. Uh, and so they're just trying to make people um, happy about it again and hype it up when it... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, who knows? Maybe it's just um, a pump and dump. <laughs> Facebook's biggest. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think we're. uh, I think we both are dumping on the idea. Actually, I mean, they they are because because Facebook is so huge. I think all those ad dollars will subsidize the idea for a very long, long time. Um, And I I guess in my head, this is maybe the only thing in in the immediate future that might justify um, yeah i'm open to justify anything. compute power sure right because there's this this uh this related thing to it where um i think we've hit peak compute for most of the most most people in the entire country uh and this came around the the time where you know it's, i just was shopping for a laptop i got a new laptop and i think about it i'm like okay well you know why do laptops get faster and faster over time why do computers sure. get faster and faster over time um you could make the argument before it was like, well, you know, TVs and media went from from uh, low resolution to full HD, and now everything's 4K, right? Even though 8K has been out uh, for the retail market for like three or four yeah, years now, but no good one luck cares streaming about 8K. That. Yeah, you can't really stream it. We we, don't, we can barely stream 4K. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I'm thinking of like, okay, well, the metaverse is maybe the single application I can think of. Where it, most of it's like visual processing power, um, where if you were trying to run, um, you know, full 360 degree or whatever more degrees, I guess, uh, you know, full sphere of reality everywhere sure. you look, fully ray traced, real time life, you know, um, lifelike textures with, you know, uh, uh, you know, trillions of pixels that have buffered or streamed in some efficient way you'd still end up with like uh something something literally the size of of say the the most current supercomputers where mm. these are these are computers that are modeling like weather for the entire world i think maybe that would be enough for one person and so yeah as soon as you hook it up to a network yeah yeah um, you got to trans transfer all that stuff through through the network to everybody else yeah. a lot of um 
a lot of games because really all this stuff is built off of game networks or mm -hmm. or game servers or gaming um, engines game engines um, they only render whatever the camera is showing so there's a really cool video i actually might find it and send it to you just mm -hmm. to check it out because it's actually really cool but as the person is looking around quite frankly everything that is not within the bounds of the camera is completely dark uh, it's not drawn. There's no polygons or anything yeah. like that. So it's a little bit better. Um, like a window on the world. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Yeah, a yeah, digital yeah. window and a digital for world. optimization yeah. purposes. But yeah, there's nothing can quite handle it on a network level of realisticness. That's why if you, even if you look at VR chat, mm -hmm. it, every character, couple hundred polygons. It's yeah, it's all car cartoony. And, yeah, it's because it's yeah. easier to render that through shading or. Um, but everything is quite literally very. You know, it's like a Super Nintendo graphics. Yeah. Because it's what you can render really quickly and all this stuff. I think I'd go um, insane. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, no, really. Like, I think I would go insane. I, I think that, you know, um, just growing growing up your entire life, seeing, like, real-life textures and everything like that, and everything, like, no, there's no uncanny valley effect happening here mm. where it's like, oh, something seems slightly off about everything, right? And then suddenly being thrust into a world that is essentially like a cartoon world i would go insane this like, is it's gonna be i don't understand next... why why does everything feel like a cartoon yeah <laughs> like... i can already see the next onion article where like babies lived in vr its whole life yeah right where like they the parents just put goggles on it this sounds really bad by the way but again <laughs> i can uh i mean that <laughs> um yeah it's gonna be the next onion article yeah like, baby finally seen real world for the first time Getting that lighting all over my face. Yeah. Wonder wondering where that's coming, coming from. from. Yeah. I uh, mean, it looks like it's coming from. I think it's a reflection. The a sun's reflection finally coming up. Something. Yeah. Well, oh, maybe it's off of that. Anyway, <laughs> that's it for this, uh, for this episode of The Breakout Show. Uh, we're going to leave you stuck in a cartoon hell <laughs> <laughs> heading into the weekend. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully you're not uh, that suggestible. Uh, and uh, we'll be back on next Wednesday. I think I think Jake told me he'd be, he'd be available cool. next Wednesday for the uh, for the breakout show. Uh, and we always get into like some some interesting macro stuff and big big world uh, economy uh, ideas. Yeah, there. it's so always it's, nice it's having fun, Yeah, fun to mix it up. Yeah, and then for those are who kind of stuck it out with us, just to mention it as a little sneak thing at this very last second. Oh wow! Uh, I was just gonna say next week. Um, Look for something. We're 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 gonna we're planning a release, um, and so look look around the app. You might find some fun stuff yeah, next some, week. Something very different. Yeah, it's uh, very different. <laughs> yeah, we can't say anything. Yeah, very good. But um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, and uh, I'm I'm really excited. Something I've been working behind the scenes on for a while. All right, all right. See you, everybody. Have a good weekend. Enjoy.